What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the BroTech Gaming Podcast. I'm your boy, Sean, here with my boy, Carlos, right here. This episode, we are going to be talking about everything The Last of Us. So as you guys know, uh, we took a little bit of a hiatus. Carlos was kind enough to cut uh, an episode by himself <laughs> for The Last of Us finale. Uh, but since then, me and him have not really had a conversation about it, you know, so this episode, we're just going to sort of talk about, you know, our thoughts on the show, uh, you know, maybe, maybe stuff going on for the upcoming season two, um, stuff going on with the games, you know, so basically just like anything, anything, the last of us is what this topic is going to be about today. So Carlos, what's up, dude? How's it going? What's up, man? Uh, thanks for the introduction. No problem. Um, so for the viewers out there, if you guys don't know, there's a playlist on the YouTube with every uh, episode uh, has a breakdown and review from us. Uh, we have a preseason, we have one for every episode, and then this is going to be our after season, uh, pretty much wrap up for it. Uh, the last episode I did do by myself, so it's very cringy. So if you guys love cringy stuff, uh, make Still sure go you watch, watch that it video. Though. Still go watch it. Cringe or not, support the channel, support yeah. the content. Yeah, I was... Uh, Man, you don't you don't understand like how nervous like I got like doing it by myself because a lot of the times where I'll stop talking and then you'll like start talking like there was no other person talking. <laughs> you were waiting. You were like waiting for somebody to like chime in and be like, oh, oh shoot, no, he's not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so there's a bunch of cuts in there when I just stop talking because there's nobody like talking back. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, so other than that, uh, yeah, so there's a playlist on YouTube. Go ahead and check that out. But other than that, um, so so this is our first time talking about like the whole season as a whole. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we we gave our uh, I know you gave your rating in the comments of that last episode. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I, we're, we're good on the ratings. Um, but I think after like a month that it's been over, I think we can come back. And now that we had time to like think about it and kind of like see like what plot holes or like what didn't make sense or what they could have done better. Yeah. I think we'll uh, address that in this episode. Yeah. And you had some criticisms about like the season overall. And I think I kind of agree. I mean, I think now we can be a little bit more critical of it now that it's done. Uh, for me, like the biggest, you know, lacking subject of the show is not enough infected like we wanted more infected uh you had kind of brought up that in episode two they sort of brought up this whole concept of like a hive mind connecting all of the infected and all of the cordyceps together and they didn't really touch on that anymore in the show so i think we were kind of expecting a little bit more out of that too you said it was sort of a missed opportunity uh shout out to people that actually watch that that video and um you know left their comments too like we appreciate the the interactions but yeah i think i think those are kind of the things that really kept it from being like like a higher or near perfect show is just you know we wanted more infected wanted more like a post post-apocalyptic stuff um it kind of went the walking dead route toward the end where it's just like you know people are are more dangerous than even like uh you know the actual cordyceps are yeah i feel like they they missed a big opportunity because they didn't show as much as uh infected as i think any viewer wanted mm -hmm. uh like a like a casual like viewer that like a first time like into the series didn't play the game um i i feel like they didn't really see the 
like the danger that these infected can cause um, or like the damage you know and like even as a gamer like somebody who's played the game a couple times like like whatever mission you're on like whatever part of the level you're on the infected are always there they're always going to be an issue like a problem that you have to get around that you have to deal with that you have to kind of you kind of have to know your way around um without hitting the infected because like in the game the infected are pretty much as much dangerous as people are Mm -hmm. and in the show they kind of focus more on people than the infected like the, the the infected weren't that big of a deal in the show and I get, you know, like, I, I think the biggest driving factor of the show is obviously, like, trying to build the relationship between Ellie and Joel. Like, I get that. Um, but, I, you know, their their um, strategy for trying to hold back from having too much infected, they're saying, like, well, you know, like, we wanted this to be more of a drama, not really an action show. Uh, so w- that's why they didn't really want to, like, do a whole lot of, like, the, the infected sort of... Um, themes in the show because it doesn't translate as well to the show as it does in the game but i still feel like there's a lot that they could have plugged in there still like they always they always just kept teasing at it in certain episodes about their being infected and then we got nothing you know just like the scene where uh you know joel and henry and sam and ellie they're like going through like the tunnels underground and he's talking about how like well like they cleared out the infected a long time ago so there shouldn't be anything like okay just put one in there you know somewhere I mean, j- just just so that we know that there's still a bigger threat out there than just what they're dealing with. So I, I feel like they could have just done a little bit more, you know. But, you know, that's just my criticism, being hypercritical of the show. Overall, still thought the show was great. Still want more of it. Um, still liked it very much. Um, so, that, you know, that's just my opinion. Yeah, so I, I'm the same way with you. Uh, especially with that tunnel scene, like, you know, they can they could have left one you know like mm-hmm. one could have slipped by him or it could have been like dormant and didn't wake up until you know later yeah it didn't have to be like a huge like swarm they, they ne- didn't necessarily need to turn it into like a big action scene or anything it's just like hey you know like let's take out a few of these stragglers so that we can get through this area safely i mean they they do it in the walking dead all the time just like one or you know two walkers walking around just have them take them out you know, just so that we were like invested in in this world that they're trying to create. Um, I just wish they would have had more. Yeah, like seeing it from that point of view, it's like so I remember watching The Walking Dead, and the scene would start out with just like a walker getting like a knife to the head, mm-hmm. and then like just falling, and then like the scene would continue. Mm-hmm. So it's basically establishing that they're still here, they're still a threat, but they're not that big of a threat like right now. Like one or two isn't going to be that big of a threat. Yeah, because we're we're also talking about like you know twenty some years later, like they've already established you know safe zones and barricades and you know I know people have to go out for supplies. Um, so I think that being said, I'm confident that supposedly season two they're talking about you know there's going to be more infected. Uh, you're going to get a, a broader view of like what's happening in the world, which I'm excited for. So, you know. Maybe the maybe now that they know that the show's so successful, maybe they've got a bigger budget for it. Like if it's a budgeting thing, but supposedly season two is going to give us more infected. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't think it was a like a, a like a money issue because it's HBO Max. Like you know they have Game of Thrones on there, which Game of Thrones had like a huge budget budget with dragons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And even like when they weren't so focused on the dragons, like the dragons still 
looked good. I don't think the money is an issue for for HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, as long as they've got the same people working on the show, um, as long as I mean, say what you want about Neil Druckmann. He's kind of weird. He's kind of all over the place. But if uh, if he's going to be the one that's sort of like driving the, the future seasons, I feel like it can just only get better from here. So I'm kind of excited to see how, um, you know, Bella Ramsey progresses as like an older version of Ellie. Um, I don't think you need to convince me anymore that she's good for the role uh the last episode well actually the last two episodes um i thought she brought so much to the table um like they were probably like like two of my favorite episodes out of the whole season um you know with her progressing and then like joel going completely like like no fucks given just taking out everybody in the hospital um i thought that was great so um it only you know it only makes me more excited for just more more stuff coming out Okay, so uh, with that, I think we can jump into our expectations for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll, I'll start off. I think um, I think they are gonna do a time jump. Um, they are gonna jump like maybe like a couple years into the future where they're at that camp for a while. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like they're gonna do a lot of flashbacks. Yeah. Um, into that that time jump, and they're gonna kind of show what they go through, um, maybe with Tommy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm um because i feel like because of the way that the video game uh part two like started off i think they're gonna i i think they're gonna like detour from that storyline which i mean like i think they're kind of using season one as like a pretty good example of like what they can and can't get away with like obviously like good or bad i think they're still gonna listen to people's criticisms and fans criticisms and stuff like that I don't want them to deviate a whole lot from the main story. Like, I don't necessarily want them to change the story. But if they're really trying to get, like, extra seasons out of Last of Us Part 2, like, they're definitely going to have to add something to it. So I hope we don't get, like, what happens with Joel too early in the season. Like, I hope it happens much later in the season. I'm kind of hoping what they do is they just take, like, like you said, like maybe do a time jump for like the first few years and maybe build on that until maybe like the end of the season or like season three, we get like what happens to Joel. You know, like Abby had a lot of story in part two of like her growing up and and her having some stuff going on. Like there was a lot more relationship building going on between like Joel and Ellie, like through her teenage years uh, before she found out like actually what Joel did. So, I don't know. I, th- I think there's enough they can flesh out of a second season without it being, like, the fucking doomsday <laughs> scene that everybody's, like, like so uh, scared of. Yeah. I, I'm... I don't know. I, I kind of hope that they do deviate. Um, just because... So, the first season, we kind of knew what was going to happen through, like, every turn, every storyline we already knew. Yeah. Um, like... So, like, I, I feel like Game of Thrones had the same issue to where they kind of surpassed the books and they're kind of just making up their own stuff. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, is The Last of Us has way better writers. Mm-hmm. So if they do decide to, to, you know, like switch it up, I feel like they have the writers to be able to do that and still make it a very good story. Mm-hmm. And then that way, uh, for like us gamers, we're not going to be like, 
um, you know, like, oh, this is about to happen. Or, you know, it's pretty much going to be a, a brand new experience for everybody around. So if it happens that way, like, I don't mind it. But if it does, um, if it doesn't like deviate from like that main storyline, that's fine, too, because it was still a good story. Yeah, like the way I kind of look at it is I, I felt like it was more important to them to, t- to stay true to the game for part one. Part two, I'm kind of like more open to whatever because I know that like part two, like really, really split the audience uh, between like you either love or you hate it. Uh, you know, people that like love part one, there's a lot of them that hated part two. So with that being said, like I am completely open to how they want to interpret the second part of the show or the second season of the show. Like if they don't stick to it, like I'm totally fine with that as long as they still like drive home the core elements of what made part two really good um but yeah i I mean i guess we'll see like i'm like i'm just gonna kind of let it be what it is instead of me being so heavily invested like i was kind of stressed out about whether or not season one was just gonna be a good season um and now that they did it and now that it's good i'm like all right y'all do whatever you want from now on like you you satisfied uh like my need for a good adaptation so do you have any expectations or not expectations but like um who do you think they're they're gonna cast as uh, Abby? So I think that's the only thing that's legitimately been talked about so far is just who's casting Abby. Supposedly, according to uh, like insiders and um, like you know people that are like following Neil Druckmann, the actress that might be considered for the role of Abby, um, her name is. Shannon Barry, uh, which I don't know anything about her. Shannon Barry is just like a, an actress on, uh, let's see, I'm, I don't know what show she's from. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what show she's in, but there's a picture of her and she definitely like looks the part of Abby, but she's not like buff and muscular. I don't know like how true they're going to stay to that. Like if they're going to make like uh abby be just like a straight up you know like bodybuilder chick or something like that that's the only news i've gotten so far about whether or not they're you know casting somebody in the role of abby um there's another actor uh actress her name is katie uh m o'brien and right now she's currently in the mandalorian oh she's like the she's got like short hair right like really short hair but like she's really like like yoked yeah right okay okay i could see that i was actually talking about that uh with with my co-worker the other day yeah not uh i, I think you might be thinking of gina Car- carano That's no no not no, her. not her yeah no i know who you're talking about she okay. she got cast as like uh as one of those like hair things not, i know who you're talking about yeah she used to be part of the empire and now she's part of the new republic mm-hmm. but um but yeah uh, anyways that's that's a whole nother uh show but yeah so i I feel like she would be a good uh fit for it she kind of looks like her and she's already like bulked up so she wouldn't really need to like i don't know dude like the way that abby looks in the game she kind of looks like like a really feminine rock but like a white version (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean you can say what you want to like i don't know like we, we can we don't necessarily have to talk about the game and how the game made us feel like i i didn't really have a problem with abby's character in the game other than like i was pissed off about you know her going like 
spoilers everybody that are watching this episode abby kills joel in last of us part two and like obviously that pissed me off but then like i didn't mind playing as her like later on i kind of adapted to it seeing things from her perspective and stuff but i didn't have a problem with um like her character design like her being like a buff or whatever uh i, I think they could have done without the unnecessary like sex scene that was in the game that was like unnecessary <laughs> with her like mosquito bites for boobs but um <laughs> that was so funny because it came out of nowhere I dude i don't know what that was i don't know why that needed to be in the game uh other than that i didn't have a problem with abby's like character design like i thought it was fine um I imagine they're probably going to go a different route for the show. Like they're probably not going to go so like hardcore with her character. Like they'll probably still keep her more feminine this time. Um, the idea of like casting the the girl from Mandalorian to me probably makes more sense from like a diversity standpoint because she's you know he has like a, an ethnicity that's not just like your typical like you know white character like in the game. So I could probably see that happening. Uh, more so than the other chick that's rumored to be cast as Abby. I don't know. I don't. I don't see anybody else uh, playing them. Like I, I just can't get like a visual of like somebody. Um, I don't know coming to screen and be like, okay, this is Abby. I, yeah. I feel like it's gonna be off. Like it's not gonna. It's not gonna be the same. And I mean, to be honest, too, like there's actually like to me less significant characters that pop up in part two than were that were in part one. I mean, other than Abby in part two, you just got Dina. Um, I mean, like they can, I'm sure they'll find like an, a, a Dina that they can cast. I mean, they can even use the same actress that like played as Dina uh, because I, I think she's actually like a, an actress and a model in real life. And it's just like the Asian guy that like, I can't even remember his name. Uh, the Asian dude that's actually like the baby daddy of Dina's baby. So the only issue that I see with using the the Dina actress is that you're gonna have that actress along with um, uh, what's Bella Ramsey, uh, yeah, Bella Ramsey. Yeah. So to me, it, it's not gonna look, it, it's gonna look weird. Well, there's an age difference there too, and yeah, they'll they'll probably pick something that's more like relatable to Bella Ramsey, like you know, because they're probably gonna have some intimate scenes and stuff like that. So um, it needs to make sense. I understand that too, but I feel like there's there they probably have like more room to figure that out for Dina versus like somebody like Abby, um, and then whoever the baby daddy's gonna be, whether he be Asian or not, like they don't even need to make him Asian. They can probably cast whoever they want to for that role because even in the game he wasn't super super significant. Um, I think the most significant characters being Abby, Joel, and then like we already have Tommy. Uh, like Tommy's in part two quite a bit. So yeah, I, I don't really know who other what other characters you need to take into consideration for part two. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, which which is why they characters. can, which is why they can probably focus on more infected <laughs> because there's less people that they need to worry about. Yeah, I hope so because in reality, like you're just gonna have Abby's group, and then you're gonna have uh, like Joel and. Um, ellie's group at the camp so there's going to be more people at the camp and then less people with ellie i mean yeah, uh abby for sure so 
so yeah i don't really see them having issues with like characters and stuff like that as long as they focus on the ones that they need to focus like i, I feel like the two uh like abby and uh the other one um Abby's oh yeah girlfriend and then you've got the and then you've got the the like the little boy uh that's with abby in part two as well like they're gonna have to cast him uh and then like the sister of the boy as well like whatever tribe um like she comes across them in so but we don't even know if that's going to be in season two that might not be till season three i guess we just have to see how far into it they go uh how far they're willing to push it i'm, I'm kind of hoping they stretch it out to be honest like i don't want them to rush it i guess my only other criticism with part one is just there's a lot of it that just felt rushed so um i hope they do take their time with season two and like give us more give us more pedro if anything you know i don't want them to like cut his uh his contribution short just because of the game like i want i want more more of like joel and ellie in part two yeah for sure i'm with you on that one uh, okay so continuing on uh so we have uh like what factions we expect in a uh, part uh to say part two and part three yeah so i mean they've been talking about um last of us factions for a while like supposedly that's the next like big project uh that neil Druckmann and naughty dog's been working on um i think we've like they've been sort of talking about it ever since like part two and i feel like didn't they have something in last of us one they didn't ha- didn't they- didn't they have like a multiplayer thing in part one that was kind of like short-lived I think they did. I think they've been trying to do part two for forever since the game came out. Yeah. And I think it's barely, it's it's either going to come out this year or next year. Yeah. So if they come out with like a Last of Us Factions, it's like an online survival game. Like, are you going to play it? Do you think you're going to want to play it? Um, I'll definitely try it out. But yeah. I think it's more like, um, so you know how uh, like Uncharted came out with the multiplayer? Mm-hmm. It was just like everybody swinging around and like killing each other. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be the same. Which is with Molotovs and bricks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be the same. Just like people sneaking up on people and stabbing them in the neck. And yeah. That's I think that's what's rough, man, is you've got some really great like AAA games with like really good like main stories. Uh, but when you translate that to multiplayer, it's, it doesn't always turn out to be very good. It's kind of hard to break into that space if you're not like a Call of Duty or an Apex or a Battlefield and stuff. So um if they come out with factions like i'm definitely gonna check it out i'm gonna read up on it and see what it is but like i don't know how much i'll be invested i think i'd be much more excited for a part three uh versus like a factions multiplayer game i'll be more hyped up if they start talking about last of us three which to this point like we don't even know we don't even know if they're even going to do it or plan it so so the good thing with the multiplayer uh the way that i see it is it's something that we didn't ask for mm-hmm. so if it comes out and it's really good it's just like a extra little like chef's kiss to the game that it, it made it that much better yeah and then if it's not good it's like well we didn't ask for it so you know uh we're not gonna play it but we still have the main storyline that was awesome so it's, it's not like it takes anything away from the game yeah like i'll give it a try like if it has uh like a progression system like if it has something that i can grind toward um like i'm all for it the problem that i used to have with a lot of those games that introduced sort of like it's uh standalone multiplayer was you had to like rank your character up like you had to level up to get like better gear better loot and 
it wasn't as accessible as say like a Call of Duty. Like Call of Duty, like you've got a huge player base with like skill-based matchmaking. Even if you were a lower level with with lesser weapons, like you're still getting matched up with people of similar skill set. So um, that's the problem I've had with other games that try to introduce some introduce some multiplayer. Is it feels very unbalanced. So you got people that have like the best gear, the best loot, and you really can't compete with them or any like progression system they have from somebody at a lower level is gonna like climb that shit like really really slow before they start to be like relevant um so i guess it depends on how much patience i'll have if they've got a good progression system that's accessible for everybody then i'll i'll probably be more like excited to play it um otherwise i would just be like hey give me part three like thanks for this but i want part three now yeah definitely mm -hmm. all right so uh so yeah so we talked about the factions uh part three you know everybody wants it we'll see if we actually get it um i know uh was it naughty dog they said that they they know what they're working on next but they're not telling us what it is yeah we don't know if it's an uncharted game supposedly it's a teaser that it could be uncharted which is like drake's daughter um but i mean at the same time you know like like I feel like Naughty Dog is a good enough studio that if they want to create like a new IP, then they can do it. I mean, nobody nobody was expecting Last of Us to come out and then that came out and everybody loved it. So I mean, like, what's to say that Naughty Dog doesn't come out with something completely brand new um, that just like blows us away, you know, that we, that we love. Like, I'm excited for anything that they come out with, whether it's like a recent franchise or a new franchise. Um, we'll just see. I feel like they would be under stress uh, if they created a new IP because, because say they use all their resources to come out with that game and mm -hmm. it's not good. People are just going to be like, well, they could have just made Last of Us 3 and <laughs> yeah, we all would have loved it. I guess you do get to that point though if you've got like a reputation. Of, like why don't they just keep making what what's good and why they yeah. gotta try some new shit. I get that. I get that too. Talking about like a developing games. So a short segment here. So they did release Last of Us Part 1 on PC. Uh, it was supposed to be a really big deal. A lot of people that don't own PlayStations were super, super hyped up. Uh, turns out that the release on PC was really, really bad. Really, really bad port. Games crashing. Uh, bad textures. People that got it for the Steam Deck that were excited to get on Steam Deck, it basically doesn't even run on the Steam Deck. It gets below like 20 frames in certain scenarios. So it sounds like they completely dropped the ball um on the pc ports uh which from what i understand got rushed because they were trying to have the game come out close to the end of season one of the last of us so thoughts thoughts on the last of us pc port carlos have you been reading up on it or looked at any videos on it gameplay wise uh, I did see video game uh, play on it, and I think it was like the shaders. The shaders weren't um, like shading in like texture, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But like you look at their hair, and it's like all white, and Dude. like their faces are kind of like messed up. There's some buggy stuff, man. I've seen some weird like a buggy stuff <laughs> happen in that game. It's definitely meme worthy. Uh, yeah. yeah, I saw one where they were on the horse and uh, like Joel looks fine, and then Ellie was just in the back, like super, like spazzed out. <laughs> yeah. She like she looks stretched out like Gumby, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would look, it was super funny. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I, I from what I've read, um, I guess 
uh, was it like Naughty Dog, they kind of sent it out to a third party mm-hmm. so that it could get ported. But I guess this third party has been known for cutting corners. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess they just put faith in them that they would do it right. And they just put it out, not even like testing it or playing it themselves, yeah. which is like, I don't know, that's a big risk, you know, to, to give like a third party to port it and then not play it for yourself to test it to see if it's actually good. I think they had a lot of faith in them and then they just they didn't do what they were supposed to do yeah i I definitely think it was a rush job which is sad you know because you know you've already got people that hate on the show like if if you want to go back to like the xbox versus sony fanboys like anybody on xbox is going to hate on the last of us because uh you know they they call every third person triple a game on playstation like a walking simulator so they're already talking shit about the game they're probably biased for the show and then like them releasing uh the pc port in such a terrible state just gives them more ammunition to hate on it uh which is unfortunate you know because the game's really good and i was actually excited for pc people to get their hands on it that had never played it before it's just a shame that it came out in such a a bad state uh which we talk about on another podcast like vram being an issue but all that aside, like from what I've seen is like putting it on like the lowest setting. A lot of recent games now, if you put it on low, it still looks pretty good. Like you're definitely like missing some assets and you're missing some detail, but the game still looks okay to play. Um, I heard that like putting it on anything like less than high, like the game looks like absolute trash. Like the textures look like shit. Uh, the shading is an issue stuttering problems like we're looking at all the memes of like ellie looking like a twisted pretzel on the back of joel's horse uh like it was just really really bad and it's unfortunate like i was actually looking forward to getting it on pc uh just because but now i'm just like well damn like i I might as well just get it on the ps5 so that i have a smooth experience you know yeah or at least you just gotta wait till a couple patches go through Dude, they've had like five, they've had five patches since it's come out. And like, I, I'm not seeing anybody post videos on it right now. So like, this might be one of like the worst PC ports to come out in like recent years. Like, I thought, uh, I thought games like Cyberpunk were really bad when it first came out and all that stuff. And it's just like, dude, like Callisto Protocol got a bunch of shit for coming out bad. And now it's like, damn, like Last of Us is worse than even those games. So... It's just sad, you know, because I want people to experience it and enjoy it. And like they, they kind of like uh, they kind of screwed the pooch a little bit on that port, the PC port release. And I hope that Naughty Dog sees this as a wake up call so they can, you know, probably like vet like the third party who's going to port it and maybe even test it out. You know, put a couple hours into it, see if it actually works, you know, before yeah. you give it to the world. Yeah. I, I I feel like it is kind of like scummy a little bit for them to number one like put out a remake at like super full price like part one being $70 I feel like is kind of a scam like as much as I love the game uh, it's still $60 on PC but at the same time like they just put it out there and it just the reviews just hated on it like immediately like so many issues with it and um, I hope that's not the issue in the future so and with that i think we're gonna wrap up this episode uh this has been it's been fun uh pretty much wrapping up the whole season uh talking about other stuff Mm -hmm. the last of us uh if there is um you know when we get closer to the new uh season we'll do a a pre 
season episode again like we did with this one and you know share everything that we know and what we're looking forward to but thank you guys for watching thank you guys for listening uh my name is carlos this is the homie sean and we'll see you guys on the next one be sure to subscribe and like subscribe like hit the bell guys keep your eye out for more content in the future we appreciate it have a good one